It's Thursday, January 25, 2018. We have really reached a point of no return. Cape Town, South Africa is about to become the first major city to run out of water. We've decided to make France a model in the fight against climate change. At Davos, U.S. promotes oil and gas, while France pushes clean energy innovation. Trump's big infrastructure proposal will bypass major environmental laws. Plus, California City becomes the ninth to sue the fossil fuel industry for climate damages. Go California! All of those stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. We are now the number one oil and gas producing nation on the face of the earth. Yep. Thanks, Obama. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, Cape Town is about to run completely out of water? That's correct. Cape Town, South Africa is on the verge of completely running out of water due to an unrelenting extended drought, the worst in more than a century. Cape Town city officials say water rationing has not reduced demand enough, so this week, Cape Town Mayor Patricia DeLille moved up day zero. That's the date when water is expected to run out to April 12th. We have really reached a point of no return. We can no longer ask people to stop wasting water. We now have to force them to stop wasting water. When the water runs out, officials say they will deploy the police and the military to protect water distribution points for 4 million residents. Is this a picture of what we might be seeing elsewhere in the world in the coming years? Well, that is projected to happen with climate change. The World Resources Institute warned in its water risk report this week that 33 countries will face extremely high water stress by 2040, primarily located in the volatile Middle East. And the drought across South Africa is due in part to climate change that has altered weather patterns. According to another new study in the journal Nature Climate Change, even if the world succeeds in meeting the internationally agreed upon target of limiting global warming to no more than two degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels, they still project that more than a quarter of the planet's land surface will become significantly drier overall. You're always nothing but good cheer, Tess. <laughs> well, here's some more not good cheer. Here in the U.S., E&E News reports that the Trump administration plans to accelerate its deregulation push in its upcoming infrastructure proposal. It'll be framed as saving private developers time and money, but the administration will propose to speed up the permitting process for large infrastructure projects by eliminating major environmental regulation requirements like the Clean Water Act, the Clean Air Act, the Endangered Species Act, and the National Environmental Policy Act. Those pesky laws again. A new Harvard study study has found deep inequality in Americans' exposure to deadly air pollution. The researchers analyzed Medicare and Medicaid recipients and found that seniors on Medicare and low-income residents who qualify for Medicaid in the United States bear the brunt with a much higher risk of premature death due to air pollution, particularly in minority communities. And if this is based on Medicaid and Medicare numbers, I guess that means... 
it's costing taxpayers more money in those areas. Indeed it is. And as David Roberts of Vox notes, quote, rolling back air quality regulations does not reduce costs. It merely shifts the costs from industrialists to vulnerable populations. Of course it does. U.S. Energy Secretary Rick Perry was at the World Economic Forum this week, the annual gathering of world leaders in Davos, Switzerland. He was there to push advanced oil and gas drilling technology and U.S. fossil fuel exports. The United States is not just exporting energy. We're exporting freedom. Jesus, really? Yes, really. In contrast, French President Emmanuel Macron promoted his nation's transition to clean energy and its innovations in renewable energy technology as the key to global competitiveness. We've decided to make France a model in the fight against climate change. And that's, for me, a huge advantage in terms of attractiveness and competitiveness. Why? Because you can create a lot of jobs in such a strategy. Wow, France has realized that fighting for the environment is a great way to create jobs. Go figure. Finally, Richmond, California this week became the ninth U.S. city to sue the fossil fuel industry for damages caused by climate change, alleging that the fossil fuel companies knew their product would cause dangerous global warming, misled the public about it for decades, and therefore should be liable for billions of dollars in damages and repairs to its coastal infrastructure from rising sea levels along its 32 miles of shoreline. And Richmond should know how dangerous fossil fuels are. Isn't that where they had that huge Chevron refinery explosion just a few years ago? It is indeed. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Yeah.